Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So there's a story now that's come out of Quebec, where the coroner has said that uh, a 22-year-old woman who was a sex worker uh, may very well still be alive, had certain precautions been taken, and had uh, electronic monitoring of Eustachio Galais taking place. This guy was 51 years of age, murdered his wife, did 15 years in prison, was allowed out on day parole, and his parole officer said, we understand that you have sexual needs, so it's okay if you go to a erotic massage parlor. Well, you could almost predict what was going to happen, and it did. Scott Newark, former Alberta Crown Attorney, Senior Policy Advisor to a Federal Minister for Public Safety. Scott, it happens again. What's, this, what's the story behind this story? Well, I think um, two in particular, and you and I spoke about this, uh, I think, uh, last year, this particular case, because, um, as you just uh, described, when people started looking into this, it revealed just an absolute insane approach that was taken by Correctional Service of Canada uh, and, frankly, the parole board. The um, corrections officer, as you referred to it, it was the parole officer. They're, they're actually a correctional officer who prepares the correctional plan. The parole board is the adjudicating body that decides on you know, what the release conditions are going to be or if it's going to be revoked. But um, the, per- the correctional officer that was his parole officer um, had just told him, yeah, it's okay if you go and satisfy your sexual needs, but that was never told to the parole board itself when they made their original decision. And he was placed, he was not in a, he was in a community facility but it, in Quebec, they're run by private organizations. And so his, quote, supervision team were a bunch of non-government you know, uh, personnel. And he, of course, had just lied to them about what he was actually doing. And when he came back, he was released in uh, May of, sorry, March of uh, uh, 2019. And uh, when he came back, he was seeking full parole in September of 29, because uh, he was only on uh, day parole. And the parole board, in asking him questions, that's when they learned that he was having these sex visits, which, by the way, is illegal in Canada. Think about that. A Canadian government, a correctional official, authorized to do something that's illegal. And, and, to, and, to, and to a convicted murderer. Pardon me? To a convicted murderer. Ah, domestic violence. So they told him, you can't do it anymore. And it turns out, and I think this is what the coroner is really getting at, he, of course, just lied to everybody, didn't follow his rules. Had he been subject to electronic monitoring, which is authorized by law but almost never used, uh, they would have known that he was lying and they could have uh, uh, breached his uh, conditions and brought him in and put him back in custody and this young woman would still be alive today. And that's what the coroner said. If there had been electronic monitoring, this yes. young twenty, this 22-year-old woman may very well be alive today because he, all he, this guy is a convicted wife murderer. And he's did 15 years. They let him out on day parole. His correctional officer says it's okay for you to go to the erotic massage parlor. And, and he does, and he kills this 22-year-old. And so the coroner's re- response is, if there had been electronic monitoring, this young woman may still be alive. Question is, Scott, based on what we know, based on what we've seen, based on what we know from previous cases, do you expect anything to really change? I think the um, one of the good news stories about this was that 
and again, and I, I want to stress, it's because of this information, uh, these cases and the questions that you're posing right now being asked and being made public, like, you know, frankly, you did on the air, um, the uh, House of Commons Security Committee decided to hold special hearings into this, and they brought the witnesses there from the Parole Board and Correctional Service of Canada who engaged Oh, and by the way, guess what? After the, uh, the death, they did a joint report investigating themselves. Okay, but they got dragged before this House committee, which wrote a really detailed report. I had some interactions with some of the staff and helped them ask the right questions. And then the fact that the a public official, the coroner in Quebec, decided to do her own investigation about this, those are positive signs because these two institutions, Correctional Service of Canada and the Parole Board of Canada, need independent oversight because they are going back to what you and I have said over the years, the GTO and KTO cultures, get them out, keep them out. Yeah. And the problem with that, of course, apart from it being counterproductive, is that it puts Canadians' lives at risk. So yeah. this coroner's report is a very welcome development, and I think the once Parliament resumes, assuming Justin allows that to happen, um, the that House committee is going to reconvene and consider any far, further recommendations. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.